0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane, dumps it out the horse, packs it for three! Yeah! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. time! Windy City Assassin does it again. Summer League's over. We can start looking ahead a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit toward training camp around the NBA. And we've got some betting lines, some betting picks that we want to bring up to you here on this week's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by betonline.ag. I am your host, Nick Schultz. It is awesome to be back with you here as we are right in the thick of the off season. We're in that weird, awkward period between free agency, summer league, and training camp, which is starting, I don't know when, to be honest with you. I don't know the exact date that training camp starts for the Bulls this year, but Should be coming up soon because you got preseason coming up around September. You got regular season games in October. So we can maybe start looking ahead a little bit toward what we can expect out of the Bulls this year. And I do have a submission via Twitter that I want to bring up to you on this week's show. But before we get to any of that, I have to tell you about our sponsor, betonline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, even next season's early NFL futures. With training camp right around the corner, BetOnline has opened up odds for team wins, division futures, and, of course, the Super Bowl. For those curious, the Bears' win total is set at 6 this year. I'm taking the under on that. I think they should tank. We can talk more about that later, but you can quit listening to me and head onto the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get that bonus and get yourself into the action. That's B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% welcome bonus over at BetOnline. It's where the game starts. Before we get rolling here, I want to remind you again, shop.believe.com, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance. That is the official shirt of this show Shop.believe.com. I got mine. It fits great. I love it. Got a lot of compliments on it too. Election season's around the corner, too, so that's gonna be a lot of fun to wear around in November. Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, that exclusive shirt over at shop.believe.com. So the Summer League is in the books. Bulls went four and one. Remember, they started out really rough. People were panicking at the end of that first game of the Summer League out in Vegas. And let me tell you, I said this last week. I'm gonna say it again. I take zero stock in Summer League and anything like that because that's all about just getting these guys acclimated with the NBA game, getting them familiar with the playing styles, just getting, even for fans, getting their first looks at some of these guys. I still say Paolo Banquero, Chet Holmgren, they were the guys who really stood out to me in the Summer League. And for the Bulls, you got your first look at Dalen Terry. You got, a, I guess, a first look at the new look, Marko Simanovich, who put on, what, 15, 20 pounds or something like that and muscle. He was second team all summer league. I thought he looked really good. Now, I'm not sure what his role would be on the big club this year because they went out and got Andre Drummond, but having more size is not a bad thing, in my opinion. I think last year, how many times did you hear me say, this Bulls team needs more size and more defense. Well, Marco Samanovich, he grew an inch, I think, too. So he put on muscle, grew a little bit. I think he could be some good size depth for this team if they decide to go the size route. But I could see him maybe being stashed in Windy City again. Not really sure what kind of role he would play. But Dalen Terry, I think, is going to have a pretty good role on this team because we talk about the need of defense. Dalen Terry was all-defense team in the Pac-12 at Arizona. And I still say, their top player, the one that everyone knew, was Ben Mathrin, who was a lottery pick to the Pacers. Dalen Terry was the second-best player on that team. His shot-making isn't there. He needs to work on finding his shot and playmaking in that regard. But he can pass. He can play defense. I think he has a lot of upside. And I think he'd be one of those guys that could maybe flourish in a bench role, I don't want to necessarily compare him to Io because Io was a second-round pick, but I guess we can throw that out the window, and say you saw how Io Tsumu came in. People were worried. Oh, is he going? Is his skill set going to translate to the NBA? Was he one of those that was better in college than he would be in the NBA? We don't know what kind of player he's going to be. Came in, came off the bench, lit it up, turned himself into one of the better role players on the team, and I could see Dalen Terry kind of doing something similar. I'm not saying he's going to have the same impact Io had. But I could see him, especially on the defensive side of the ball, make an immediate impact. And I've told you my thoughts on the bench unit for the Bulls and the potential bench unit they can have. A lot of that's up in the air with Lonzo's knee. More on that in a little bit. We got an update on that this week. We're just going to do a weekly Lonzo knee update. It's just like when we started the podcast a year ago and we did Lonzo trade updates. Now we got Lonzo knee updates every week. But... I think Dalen Terry's fit on this team is going to be more on the defensive side. You saw that in the Summer League. I thought he looked really good. One other name. This is someone that I haven't really brought up much on the podcast because he wasn't a draft pick. He came out of Marquette, and he looked really good in the Summer League too. His name's Justin Lewis. Now, Justin Lewis was playing in the Big East. He starred in the Big East at Marquette. Really, really good player. I think he could have been a late second-round pick. He played well for the Bulls, and I think he's going to be one of those guys that goes to Windy City, puts up big numbers, maybe gets the call up to the big club, because he's he's on a two-way contract. Now, this is an important clarification here. Right now, the two-way players for the Bulls are Justin Lewis and Malcolm Hill. Javon Freeman-Liberty, contrary to what was tweeted when Javon Freeman-Liberty signed his deal, did not sign a two-way deal. That was a summer league contract and maybe an Exhibit 10, but it was not a two-way deal. So Justin Lewis is the Bulls' second two-way player. That is big, because he can split time between Windy City and Chicago, and I think he's going to be one of those guys that could play his way into a contract down the road. He made some big plays, had some highlight reel plays out in Vegas, and he's one of those guys maybe to watch, just as an undrafted free agent. You think of some of the undrafted free agents that we've had in recent memory. The big one to me is Fred VanVleet. Remember, he was undrafted, and you see what he's doing for the Raptors, just signed a big contract. The undrafted free agent route is not a bad route to take in the NBA. And I think Justin Lewis could be one of those guys who takes on that role, kind of channels that energy of, I was undrafted, let's use that as motivation. All these teams passed on me, the Bulls took a chance on me. Watch out for that name this year. I think you're going to hear that name quite a bit, definitely at Windy City, maybe in Chicago. Now, I promised you a Lonzo Knee update, and I'm going to go ahead and give you that update because it's not good again. Casey Johnson of NBC Sports Chicago, formerly of the Tribune. He's covered the Bulls for years. He went on, I think it was on the Bulls Talk podcast. I don't know the exact source of this. It was either the Bulls Talk podcast or Unfiltered with Data Kaplan, both of which are really good. The team at NBC Sports Chicago does great work, and I'm not just saying that because I worked there as an intern in college, but they do great work over there. And Casey had a quote that's, um, not great about Lonzo's knee. He said, quote, by their words and by their actions, they are preparing for the potential of Lonzo Ball not being ready for training camp. Yikes. That's not good. I mean, this injury happened in January, and I remember because it was right around my trip to Vegas. That's how long ago it was. and There was a bone bruise that came with the meniscus tear in the knee, and it's something that's been bothering Lonzo now for months almost half a year now actually I think it's more than half a year now it's been bothering Lonzo and now it's looking like he won't be ready for training camp which we talked about last week Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley both kind of had similar answers on that but now we got it from KC as well I talked about what the Goran Dragic signing meant I think he can fit into that role until Lonzo gets healthy when that is I don't know and this worries me because of the amount of money that the Bulls are paying Lonzo in that sign and trade. So this is something we're going to be following very close. Remember last year when the podcast got started every week, there was a new Lonzo trade rumor. Now we're going to go ahead and do it every week. There is a Lonzo injury update. And we're going to keep you posted on that. Speaking of last week's show, I got a response on Twitter from Daryl Horowitz. Now, Daryl and I go back. He And I hosted a radio show together for a couple years up at Loyola at WLUW. And he moved to North Carolina. When was that? 2019, late 2019, when I took over the show solo. And we still go back and forth on Twitter a lot. And he chimed in about my comments last week about the Eastern Conference teams that could be threats to the Bulls and how the Bulls could potentially maybe end up in the play-in tournament. Daryl said, quote, listen to your last podcast on the Bulls. I think you're missing Cleveland and Toronto as teams that will be competition for the Bulls this year. Cleveland had a lot of injuries, and they have re-signed Ricky Rubio, who played great for them before he got hurt. Play in, likely. Well, Daryl, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you're doing well. I haven't talked to you in a while. But, yeah, Cleveland, to me, that's an interesting group. Last year, I wasn't very high on Cleveland. I think they overperformed. I think they're going to come back down to earth this year. I do like the Ricky Rubio edition, But I think they're going to be one of those teams just like the Bulls that's going to be borderline that play-in tournament. Toronto, that group, with the way the East is set up, I know the Bulls struggle against them, but can they keep up with some of these other teams? I mean, think back. The teams I told you about last week that made major moves or were like in talks to make major moves. Remember, we talked about Boston. We talked about Atlanta, Miami, Milwaukee. I brought up the Knicks, but I'm, eh, I'm not sure about them. Philadelphia. Can Toronto keep up with those teams? I don't know. I mean, they're a bigger team. Nick Nurse plays a big lineup, and I like that. But I'm just not sure. Do they need a guy? I don't know. But I think, to Daryl's point, and this is kind of what I'm getting to here. Notice I have not said that Daryl is wrong. I think having the Cavaliers and the Raptors in the same conversation as the Bulls, they're all going to be right there fighting for that sixth seed in the East. And, like I said, I think Cleveland's going to come back down to earth. I think that was a team that absolutely overperformed last year. Toronto, to me, that's just, you get a mixed bag with them. I'm a Nick Nurse fan. I mean, I covered the Missouri Valley for five years. Nick Nurse got a start at Northern Iowa. So I'm, I'm a fan of Nick Nurse, and that kind of impacts my thoughts on Toronto. But I think those three teams are going to be your grouping there, along with Charlotte, that's going to be in that mix. I think it's going to be a crowded bottom five in the Eastern Conference this year. I think I could see a million different ways for that to shake out. So, Daryl, thank you for tweeting at me. And if anyone else just, you listen to the podcast, you hear something that I say, you disagree with me, you agree with me, send me a tweet at Nick Schultz underscore seven. And trust me, if we agree, I mean, I'm just going to prove that I'm right. And then we can be right together, you know? At Nick Schultz underscore seven. You can also tag the Believe Network, at Believe Network, at Believe Sports. Trust me, I, I love interacting on Twitter. I basically live on that stupid app every day. All right, let's do some betting previews here before we wrap up because we've got some odds that are in. The win totals are not out on BetOnline yet because we're using our friends at BetOnline because they sponsor the show. The Bulls are plus 5,000 to win the NBA Finals this year. Just throwing that out there. And Billy Donovan is plus 3,300 to win Coach of the Year. This is interesting to me, plus 3,300. Now, last year, at one point in the season, Billy Donovan was a favorite to win Coach of the Year, or at least toward the top of the list of favorites to win Coach of the Year. That could be an interesting value, plus 3,300 for Coach of the Year. Oh, and by the way, just to throw this out there, DeMar DeRozan is plus 7,500 right now to win MVP, and Dalen Terry is, I think, 100-1 to 1 to win Rookie of the Year. But Billy Donovan to win Coach of the Year, that's an interesting value from our partners at Online. And again, once we get the win totals out, I will give those out here as well. We're going to do some betting previews just in this off season because there's nothing going on. So we're going to do some previews in that regard and maybe some hypotheticals. I'm going to wrap up the show here, but I have a programming note. No podcast next week. We're not doing a show next week because I'm going to be in Indianapolis. I'm going to big 10 media days for my full-time job at on three takes place Tuesday and Wednesday at Lucas oil stadium in Indianapolis. So I will be driving home. No show next week. So we'll be back here in two weeks Talking Bulls basketball. Taking next week off because, again, go, duty calls going down to Indianapolis to Lucas Oil Stadium. I'm really, really excited for this. College football season is just around the corner. And once college football comes around, that means the NBA is right around the corner as well. So we're going to have a lot more fun in store. We're going to have a lot more updates for you on any offseason happening in, involving the Bulls. A reminder to subscribe to Believe in Bulls presented by betonline.ag on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. I will see you back here in two weeks. For another episode of the pod, thank you, everybody, for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay cool. The weather's getting hotter. We're in the heat of summer here. But, again, college football's coming around, NFL's coming around, NBA's coming around. We're getting through this little lull in sports here. Just bear with it for another few weeks, and everything will be back. I will see you back here in August. Take care. Thank you for listening to Believe.